0: Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes. Here today with me, my sidekick, Casey Cool.
1: Howdy,
0: howdy. And our third ama- amigo, backed by popular demand, Sean Poole. He's the Omega. <laughs> the Omega. <laughs> I am the Alpha and the Omega. The
1: Omega Lego. I'm glad you're back, Sean. You've been missed. I've heard Azroth has been calling you.
2: (laughs) Yep. uh, For anyone that doesn't know, I have been raiding in uh, Wow Classic. I'm that much of a boomer. That's what the the kids say.
1: You're not (laughs) a Zoomer?
2: No, not there. I'm
1: aware of Zoomer things, but I am also aware that I am not a Zoomer. See, I think we're considered, I don't know about, uh, Shelby might be too, we're elder millennials. (laughs) <laughs> elder, <laughs> yeah, millennials. Okay. elder millennials are we first yeah, we're like the oldest of the millennials we grew up in a time where know, we had VCRs we had to record songs we knew how to record songs from the radio onto a cassette Right, like we're we're we are the bridge between old technology and new technology,
2: or like TV onto a VHS tape.
1: Yes, (laughs) you know you want to save a movie, better record it. (laughs) That's
0: how I watched. We made Napster cool. Yeah, we did make Napster cool,
1: (laughs) and then we brought it down. That's the power we have. (laughs) I remember I showed my dad Napster, and I think I was like sixth grade. He's like, "So you can get any song?" I was like, "Yeah," and then I went out and did something. I come back, and he downloaded like a hundred songs. Wow, look spent at you all with it. the nice GSL. Or, you know. We had 56K dial-up. Just oh, you know, that probably took a back. week. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, I remember when we got into college, we got LimeWire for the first time. and We have to go up to the public library so we could peer-to-peer all of the different computers on the network.
1: Oh, yeah, to be to steal. That was actually oh, really yeah. cool if you were in the dorms, too. That one summer, I had to stay in the dorms so if people had shared music, you could pull it onto your iTunes. And I was like, oh, so-and-so listening to it? <laughs> I really? still have
2: like an old iTunes iPod like one of the old kind of brick ones that has like songs that I probably downloaded at one point or another to put on there.
1: Welcome to Boomer Hour. <laughs> um, God, so, so you're back in Azeroth. That's how this all started. Yes. Um, are you gonna stream again? Do you think? Do you ever have any desire to stream? I know you have some uh, people streaming in your.
2: Yeah, but not really like into Not like consistently. Like I want to stream. I have a couple of things I want to stream. I own a copy of the animated Lord of the Rings movie. Talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's from the seventies and it's amazing. Um, I've never actually seen it though. I've owned it for like 10 or 12 years, but anyways, that I want to stream that. I also have a big collection of like old coins that my family has like collected for years and years. And I got like handed down to me from my dad. And there's like one, there's like, coins all the way back to like the 1840s or stuff like that and then i want to like just go through and look do you want to see
1: how much they're worth yeah
2: (laughs) i so i I mean i would take it to a professional for that but i think it'd it'd be fun to just go through and be like
1: oh well my mother has asked me because she was in the speaking of boomer things uh remember when beanie babies were popular
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: so my mom has all of them still from that time and she's like, hey, I think these have spiked up in price. Do you want to price them out and we can split the money and get them? And I'm like, okay, whatever, Mom. <laughs> and I went and looked. I'm like, one of these is worth $30,000. And yeah. I think she has it, which is. What? It. Yeah. My, my so sister, I'm about to sell all her Beanie Babies.
2: <laughs> my sister has one that's like that. It's like the Princess Diana one. Or yeah, that one like goes that. a lot. But hers is opened, So it's like. They can
1: still be open. It's still
2: like 500 or a 1,000 or whatever. But it's like if it was unopened, it'd be like, you know
1: what kills dollars. it is losing its tag is what I've learned if it has its who tag cut, it's who good cut the tag off you know my mom gives some to the her my kids that are like not she knows they're not anything special and the kids will take the tags off them but I had one like it's I have that bowl snort that they wanted anyway uh, that one's worth a couple thousand. So I'm going to sell that here. And, and that was like that.
0: first run, right? Because in the beginning, there was only like 30 or 50 of them. Yeah. And then just yeah. kept releasing more and more.
1: Yeah. It's insane how much there work. But it's just like the Pokemon card craze. Or like you're saying, with co- I mean, coins are a little different. I, those I classic, saw Pokemon, but... speaking of Pokemon cards, I saw for
2: the first time. So like the grocery store that I go to has one of those big vending machines, but it's mostly all Pokemon related yeah. stuff. It's been empty for months and months and months. And last week, I want to say it was the first time I've seen it, like all the racks were full. So I don't Did know. You buy any? I didn't buy any. But I, what? So I <laughs> I'm not a collector of Pokemon cards anymore. I got out of that game.
1: One when of your I was your like surrogate nephew is sir. Your surrogate nephew is.
0: Um, I traded my entire Pokemon collection for a stack of Pogs and never went back.
1: Oh man, you made the right choice. Um, Pogs. I remember the Slammers. I had a Slammer that was grape scented. Yeah, same. <laughs>
0: But then you'd get you get like your hand sweat all over it, the thing would sit in your pocket for weeks on end. I actually no, you had, had two.
1: I had one that was a metal ninja star that if you actually threw at someone, they could definitely <laughs> do some damage. To them. Oh yeah. it's basically it was carrying out a weapon in third grade. That's why they banned them. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: no, it it's cool to take those to school, but not in an airplane. That's <laughs> yes, how it works.
1: Right. Yeah. So, streaming coin opening, uh, Azeroth. How is your guild doing in? Uh, uh, as Pretty good, and although we're on a server that is dying. So we're talking
2: about doing a server transfer, like the whole guild. So that's up for. They basically gave us a survey recently to where we all kind of like vote on if we want to move and if we do, which server we'd want to move to. So, so are you
1: voting no up. or yes?
2: I voted yes, just for um you know for more. Grove. The biggest problem right now is like our guild can do stuff but if you want to do anything outside the guild and like you want to run say like some dungeons uh good luck finding like other people mm. outside of the guild to do that so if no not no one's on from the guild or no one wants to do it from the guild then you're kind of like SOL <laughs> you have to like you have to like find
1: straight out of luck whatever what that stands
2: for yes yeah. straight <laughs> out of luck um uh-huh. so yeah so so that's annoying For anyone that's trying to level new alts or things like that.
1: Or PvP is probably pretty diminished as well. Yeah,
2: at least like Battlegrounds. I think Arena both like go from a pool of servers. And you can do Horde versus Horde in Arena. Yeah, they've been testing that. They've been testing Horde versus Horde and stuff on everything except for Alteric Valley. Which is actually really nice. Because then times instead of being a half an hour to get into a battleground then they're like eight minutes or less yeah and stuff like
1: that that's interesting so that's mm. really nice but mm. um but yeah so that's
2: classic wow
1: going on i i Pretty always soon. hear about classic wow and i'm like oh yeah give me the fix i want to come back it's like a sweet siren song but i know i can't but then
2: you're you log on for like 30 minutes you're like yeah okay i'm good
1: yeah, just because, like, all my friends that say are going to play with me are doing something else. That's usually the thing. I'm like, I don't have time mm-hmm. for this.
2: You have to get in at, like, a opportune time. Like, me, the only reason I even got into it was because I didn't play, like, vanilla uh, classic at all, no. really. Like, I leveled up to, like, 30, and then was like, okay, I'm done. Done yeah. with the grinding. But I decided to make a new Blood Elf character right before Burning Crusade, the expansion Classic came out, Mm -hmm. and so there was a lot of people leveling characters or boosting and, you know, helping people level, so I was able to basically bypass a lot of the grind by getting people to help me, so that was the only reason. If I had to do it all myself and get up to max level, I would have quit probably before I got to max level. For
1: sure, for sure.
2: But yeah, that's been fun. Um, The new phase is coming out soon with the new raid dungeons. It's still unknown exactly when, so...
1: Well, is it probably because Activision is having a really hard time with um, being kind of rapey? Possibly.
0: <laughs> okay, what's going on there? I don't know if you've heard or not, but Activision—they're kind of in the news right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, the Bill Cosby room. Have Bill you guys Cosby's heard? It's Bill Cosby's fault. It is Bill Cosby's fault. Just like I want to know why they thought. I mean, okay, I gotta navigate my thoughts here. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Uh, the joke is, is he's so handsy? They're comparing him to Bill Cosby, like it's okay. Like, how are those guys okay working with that horrible dude? Like, right, they it get it. They're, they're idiots.
2: They're idiots. The way they, try, go. the way I'm sure you guys already talking about this on the podcast, but the way they tried to backpedal it and be like, "Oh, well, it's because we had a room in our like conference room that looked like a Bill Cosby sweater," and then that you know carried over to this yeah. rapey room. It's like, mm. come on, come on. Ooh boy, yeah. yeah so that's, that's not doing that any favors. Way. No. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's
0: real bad. And now there's some allegations with the state saying that some of the documents have been shredded. It's real, it's real bad for Activision oh, right now. I yeah, it's bad. it's, and I don't know how I didn't uh, fact check that, but it's getting pretty rough over there ultimately, at Activision Blizzard.
2: Yeah, ultimately, it's a big failure on the HR team because from what it sounds yeah. like, you know, people brought it up, brought things up to them. Some of them were in some of the pictures like the I think the head of HR, you know, a lot of them have left or been fired. um, They're all scumbags and they all need
1: to get the book thrown at them. Because that's literally
2: HR's job is you take those things in and then you go. Report them. You take them to their people's managers or whatever, and you either fire them or, you know, give them a warning or things. But it sounds like basically just as what happens with a lot of the big corporations, they just kind of cover it up. You know, they yeah. don't, they want to pretend like it didn't happen, you know, until it's like still outside forces bring it up. And so finally
1: yeah.
2: people at Activision hopefully can get their, you know, the people that are, were affected by it can get their, you know, Come, come up in so they're yes. yeah
0: and the it's trades. baffling to me that we made it to 2021 and this is still happening like you know people say it's everywhere and you know you have to believe them especially after stories like this pop up into the news cycle it's like how did nobody just say maybe we should shut this down altogether like how how did we get this far without stopping it yeah. it's just baffling to me it's Do you like, really... i think go ahead
2: go ahead oh, i was gonna say i think people kind of like roll the die like in like this case I think people kind of roll the dice and they hope that some that, you know, they realize what they did, you know, four or five years ago or whenever it happened was really dumb. And, you know, they're not continuing to it, but they're just hoping that it doesn't come up in some form. But, you know, there's people if you have if there's other people that were out there, then there's going to be, you know, it's going to come up at some point or another. It just is a matter of time. So.
0: Yeah, and then you get that one guy that's like, yeah, I remember back in the day when blah, 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 blah. we were so cool back then. It's <laughs> right. like, hmm, boy. No, yeah. you you weren't cool,
1: guy.
0: No, yeah. no. I mean, there's skeletons in everyone's closet. But, yeah, it's it's too bad, especially because, you know, we're the, the things that had played out were – horrible and need to be surfaced. Um, and it's going to affect a lot of people's work life. And then we're also speculating that it's having some impact on some games and release cycles. It well. has to,
1: right? That's yeah. what I'm, I was going to ask actually earlier was like, Hmm. Oh, these games are like Diablo two remastered or whatever they call resurrected. I believe is what they're calling it. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. That is not coming with all its bells and whistles. I don't know if that's going to get delayed. Um, people are waiting for phases and WoW. WoW is hurting too, just because Final Fantasy's new hotness and, and Osmond Gold is uh, a polarizing <laughs> figure. Trip. People hate to admit it, but he, people like what he has to say.
2: Um. Yeah. Also, it's interesting because, like for for instance, like, with WoW, there hasn't been an update at all from their team since July. I just looked July twenty seventh. There's not been anything posted from, oh. from and, their and teams, when did so... all
1: these allegations come out?
2: Around that, and that's oh, what yeah, the last weird. one was like—a message huh. from the World of Warcraft team, you know, and them kind of talking about the allegations. And
0: what they're... a coincidence! So, but are yeah. they seeing updates on what are we calling it—the WoW reboot, WoW Vanilla Classic?
1: Classic. They call classic. classic. Yeah. Are
0: you are you seeing are you seeing updates on WoW Classic right now so at all?
2: They do patch every Tuesday, like little fixes and whatever else, and reboot the servers. But there is supposed to be a new phase coming out with some new raids. And it should have been out probably some point in August, but we haven't heard any word on it other than it went on the the public test realm like a month ago. And usually they're only on the public test realm for like two weeks. So, and we still haven't heard of whether or not when it's actually launching. So we're just kind of going forward like it's going to, but yeah, it's very much the, either their social team or just their PR team or whoever is just, everything's on lockdown and they're just not talking. Until they yeah. figure out whatever they need
1: to figure Cause out. Because they know if they talk, it's just going to make it worse. That's oh yeah, people...
2: Thing. No matter what they say, even if they're like, here, everyone gets a gold bar in the mail, and da 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 and like...
0: Everyone gets free,
2: level
1: 70s. <laughs> no,
0: right. Um,
2: yes, Please, that, will this
0: make you happy? Fully. Will this make you happy? We'll give it to you.
2: It does yes. suck for anyone that, you know, works there and loves it there, and was never, you know, involved with these things, or never, you know, contributed to them or things. It sucks when from their point of view because they're just trying to like you know do their job and they love the place they work but then it right inside other people within your environment were, you know jerks it's it's we're
1: scumbags crappy yeah it Literally. it is a sad case um does RimWorld make you as sad what Rimworld? Aren't you playing Rimworld too? I have been playing a
2: little bit of Rimworld, but the new hotness that I've been playing... I was playing Rimworld probably last week, up to last week, a bunch, because that came out with a new expansion, the um, ideology one, where you can basically create your own kind of religion or, like, just your prospects. The people that I've been playing the most are, like, ones that are obsessed with trees, and they don't like cutting down trees, but they can grow these special trees that grow little things called dryads that'll, like, do stuff for you. Yeah, um,
1: wood spirits. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so that so has. You, you been started
1: a cult? Am I here? <laughs> to say, am I?
2: Basically. And then you have like a little, you build like a little sacrificial or like a ritual thing that you can do like rituals and parties and stuff. But I cool. also made it in my religion. Okay. We have human sacrifices. So. Oh, I
1: forgot you were going to say plug <laughs> But okay. Go ahead.
2: And also, uh, human meat cannibalism is accepted. Like, it's, I think the option was like, human meat is the same as any other meat but you can also do like people who live in tunnels and caves and they like, you know, venerate people that are blind or like you get special perks or things from that. So hmm. this, this expansion is cool. Cause you can basically customize and make stuff all you want. I saw one guy on Reddit who basically he had a, he created a rat cult and they like, they're special. Oh. They're like, animal that they you know venerate and they love is rats and they basically had a room just full of rats and they would do the human sacrifice and the rats would all swarm and eat that person and they would do that with their like slaves because now you can have slaves in the game in the past you basically could just like imprison people and then recruit them to your tribe so now you can like put them to work even though they're not like necessarily part of your tribe and so i guess what had happened with this guy this video that i saw is like one of the slaves had accidentally injured or attacked one of the rats. And so he had to be, he had to be sacrificed to make the rats, <laughs> the rat gods happy. So Grim mm-hmm. World's fun because you basically create your own narrative and it's like whatever you want it to be. Um, but I've also been playing this week, a game called humankind came out. It's from, it's, it's kind of like civilization. If you know any of the Civ games, you know, I love the Civ game.
1: You do love the Civ game. Um,
2: it's kind of like Civilization Six. It's made by the people who make the Endless Legends games and the Endless Space, I think, is their other thing. Okay. But it's one of those kind of strategies. It's by Sega.
1: That... Yeah,
2: Sega's the publisher, I want to say. Publisher.
1: It's Amplitude Studios, yeah.
2: Yes. And so Amplitude makes those Endless games, and which is like a fantasy version of Civ. And then they have Endless Space, I think, which is like a space version of Civ. So now they made just a civ civ called Humankind. And it's been fun. It's different. It's got some bugs and some stuff that's kind of like with the UI, that's kind of annoying, but if you like the civ games, it's pretty good.
0: Nice. So so it compares pretty one to one to civ. Like is it as big as civ?
2: It is. And the but the way the big difference that differentiates it from civ cuz a lot of it is very similar is that you start as basically a neolithic like caveman basically and then you gain like points or you gain these star they're called like culture stars or something like that and you gain enough then you basically can go to the next age and at every step of this these ages there's seven i want to mm-hmm. say um you can pick a new culture to focus on or base yourself off of so it's weird so like i started off with what did i start off with i want to say like uh, it was someone that was a trader, so they're different focuses. So some of them are military, military based. Some of them are traders. Some of them are whatever. But you can pick between like Rome or the Greeks or like an Indian based one or there um, is like a Russian group or like thing or like Vikings. And then you go to the next age, which is like classical era or medieval or something like that. And then you're like you can pick uh the poles or you can pick the french or stuff and there's like a a group that you can pick from and they all have their own perks Hmm. whereas in the civ games from the very beginning you pick one civilization and you're that civilization through the whole ages whereas in this one you can kind of change it every time so like say you're getting your butt kicked and you want to switch over and you were like playing as like gandhi or something and you're like i want to you know now i want to be the the huns i want to be you know the mongols or something like that i want to be someone that can actually like fight back and kick some butt then then you can change at one of those cultural things but i've
0: gotcha. so, so you're basically not taking over the world through aggression but with gandhi because yeah. that would happen in civ you probably could but
2: his perks are definitely not made for that <laughs> you know he's made for like food and like growth and peace kind of stuff
1: um this is also on game pass this was a day one it of is. game pass pc oh, well. yeah Kind of a rough week to come out because Psychonauts also came out, or Psychonauts Uh, 2. I
0: think that's actually launching any day now, right? Oh, yeah, the
2: next day. It's
1: like tonight of recording.
0: Ooh, very nice. So, right now,
1: those of you listening on Friday,
0: August 25, I think it launches, right?
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah.
0: Not that I have it pre installed on my my console or anything and I'm ready to go. I think that's going to be the next game I'm going to play.
1: What are you playing right now? I know you tried Ascent. What else are you playing?
0: Um, I finished off Spirit Fair. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's the ship I, one where you're like.
0: Yes, yeah, you're on a ship. 2D. You are basically managing be, friendships and relationships, you're you're and you're, you're really you hot. Are you know going from place to place doing missions for your merry group of friends on a boat? I ran into some issues with this game. Um, in the end, I had some pacing issues, to be honest with you. It felt like I was kind of, I kind of had my last group of heroes. I felt like I was going to like send them to on, on to bigger and better things. And then all of a sudden I had a new character pop up. I was like, I gotta be close to the end of this game. So go to dig a little bit. And I have a question for y'all. So this game, Spirit Fair, came out to huge praise in 2020. Since then, they've released a new update for the game. Mm-hmm. But in order to finish the game, you have to play through all of the content they released in the update. Oh. Right? Isn't that weird?
2: So you have to so in order to play the like DLC basically, you have to beat through the whole game first or the other No, no, no. Round? You
0: have to play through the DLC to get credits.
2: Oh. Isn't yeah, that, that is weird? weird? Isn't that odd? So another game that has done that, but I don't I can't think so, of the
0: name. So ultimately I had some really bad pacing issues at the back third, maybe quarter of this game. Like I was just like I don't understand why they're gating the end of this game. I feel like I'm ready to turn in my final quest and move on, and then all of a sudden here's two more characters that I have to go and do all these quests for. Now when the whole game is hinging on one or two of those characters, it felt like I was just spinning my wheels trying to get to the end rather than enjoying it and saying, Hey, I'll work with this character, that character, this other character. Now I've been trying to research to figure out what was in that last update. And it seems like there's only one 30 minute piece but this last piece that they added has you going back to all the main cities and doing these quests.
2: Backtracking.
0: Backtracking, exactly. So I was a little taken aback in that, you know, normally nowadays when you see an update lands, it's tacked on to the end, right? Mm-hmm. You just assume it's DLC or it's side content. Yeah, it doesn't work into the main. Almost... Exactly. So I was kind of taken aback that I had to go through and play this DLC. Um, you know, the interval say the DLC isn't that long, But you get to like one of those last characters and it drops this DLC individual on you. And then all of a sudden you have to go back to the corners of the map. It just felt kind of clunky. And I can't tell if it's because they added the DLC or if I was just bound to have pacing issues with this game no matter what.
2: Uh, Yeah, it almost sounds like they um, were trying to like kind of think outside the box or do something a little different. And then it (laughs) wasn't that enjoyable. (laughs) The gameplay didn't, you know, pay off. I, yeah. did, I did think of a game that also kind of does this, and that was Shadow of War,
0: oh. the sequel
2: of Shadow of Mordor. You finish the game, and then they want you to do, like, 10 hours worth of just, like, castle raiding, or, like, you know, basically, they I forget what it's called, that system, but it's yeah. like where you, like, take over territories and stuff. They want to do, like, almost 10 hours worth, and I basically finished it and was like, okay, I'm ready for credits, and they're like, okay, now go conquer, you know, 200 castles or whatever, so I just went to YouTube and watched the end credit scene because it, that's, I basically found that out. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not doing that. No, you know, basically just bring time. And I think it's because that was tied to like a mobile game and they sold like microtransactions for right. to do that kind of stuff. So I think that was just kind of thinking I'm like, or I can just go on YouTube and watch the, you know, 10 minute credit scene.
0: Yeah. People were not happy about that. I remember that the boxes and everything with the second shadow of war game.
2: So,
1: so, what would you rate uh, Spirit Fair? Oh boy! Um, I. Now hold on. I want to preference this. Someone was asking about this, today. I had to explain it to him. The heart scale is not like a true five or ten. It represents how much we enjoyed it. The thing you want to look at. So that's like right. Is that a fair assessment? Shall it be the hearts. Like, yeah, I was like full of hearts on this one. I could say try it and give something five hearts versus it's something. Something that's five heart doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's always a buy it, right? Because it's like personal preference right. kind of thing.
0: Right? Um, in terms okay. of how much I enjoyed this game, I really enjoyed the aesthetics, the characters, the relationships. Um, how, many how many times did I, cry? I cry? A handful of times. But I get so frustrated with the pacing at the end. I'm just like, just let it end. So like the big final uh, act didn't really hit for me like I thought it could have and should have. Um, there's one character and I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but let's just say you don't get the um, resolve that you do with the majority of characters and the game like trains you to kind of expect, okay, this is your final goodbye. And there's a character that just flat is gone and it's real rough. It's a real rough moment when you realize you don't get the goodbye. So you're going to pin me down on hearts. I'm going to say three of five. Um. There's a lot of great things Follow going for question. this game. I can't give it a full two thumbs up you must play. I'd so say to try, try it. it. Yeah.
1: Okay, now could it have been you did something wrong in your playthrough and that's why that character disappeared? Yeah, no, it's it's, it's intentional.
0: It's intentional, yeah. It's it's intentional, and it's so this whole game grapples with death, right? And the different characters that you see, um, it goes through different ways that people meet their meet their demise, right? So, in some cases, there's a character that has dementia and just forgets like where they are or where they're going, right? So it kind of tackles Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of those different. Um, aspects. So this is a way that the game developer is tackling a certain type of death. And I really thought it was an interesting um, way to go about working with one of those characters. Yeah. So, I mean, I applaud it for what it's doing. I think it's a really good game overall, but it did feel a little long at the end for me. Mm-hmm.
2: That's me and mm-hmm. Alien. That's That's rough.
1: That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> <little different> feel <laughs> yeah. On that game. Um, so, uh, it, that's interesting. So, your next game, like you're, you're bringing to us, you want to Ooh, play Psycho yeah, I do want to play Psychonauts. To play. I
0: also started a game on a whim, and it's a game that you told me to play a couple weeks ago, and it's called Desperados 3. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Desperados. Okay. So, something we do on this podcast for those that are new, um, when we beat a game, we like to present to our guests or to us, like, hey, I'm in between these games. Um, and we kind of choose like, oh, I want to hear your take on this one. That Desperado game looks awesome because okay, Desperado, Desperado three it's a
0: real time tactics game. So if you played Commandos back in the day mm-hmm. by EDOS, um, Shadow Tactics was a game that recently came out, which was a ninja based game where you were a group of five samurai and you kind of go through and infiltrate bases.
1: Samurai or ninjas? <laughs> Hold on, time out.
0: There's um, a difference. There is a samurai, samurai in that game. I don't know okay. if there are any ninjas. Okay.
1: Or were you a geisha? Yes. <laughs> Didn't you also start Ghosts of Shishima? Yeah, I'm halfway
0: through Ghosts, too. Yeah, ghost is kicking around okay. somewhere around here as well. No, those are proper ninja, okay. right? Or those okay. samurai?
1: Ghost is a dishonorable oh, samurai. Ronin? Because oh, he does Ronin. ninja-like tactics. Uh, Ronin is a samurai with no retainer. Whoa. He's got you got teeth. the
0: encyclopedia of, of mythical... Encyclopedia. encyclopedia?
1: What's an encyclopedia?
0: It's it's ninja based. You don't you won't understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Yes, yeah, my Sorry, I couldn't afford the
0: retainer um, on my encyclopedia.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so desperados um, so, okay. is in that same thing. You,
0: you have a group Desperado. of, I'm assuming, which will be five characters, and each has their own uh, specialty. There's the sniper, there's the rootin' tootin' cowboy, there's the pretty lady that can distract guards. Are
2: these their
1: and, official classes? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Root tootin' cowboy, the pretty rootin lady. And tootin cowboy. <laughs> is, is there a silent Native American stereotype mm, friend that there calls
0: is to help a them? hefty South of the border, friend. Oh. That, yes. So, no Native American, but definitely some Mexican Spanish heritage somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Cool. So, cool. uh enjoying it pretty early in. I'm only like five levels in, but it's a really good game. And this is done by Mimi Me, Me, Me Games, M I M I M I Games. And they also did Shadow Tactics yeah. as well. So, they're honing this corner of the game market and they are doing a great job with Desperados.
2: Isn't Wasteland in so, that kind of vein? Although that's more like uh, Fallout kind of style, like old Fallout's. Or is it like? Um, is it? I always thought Desperados was like a Western
1: XCOM. That's what it is. I would say from like watching screenshots on it, but it's it's faster than. Um X-Com, yeah, right? so so
0: XCOM is turn based. This is mm-hmm. not. This is real time. So I, I'm playing it on the keyboard and it really thrives on being able to quick save and then try something. And if uh, it doesn't work, just go back and load back from 30 seconds ago and then quick save again. Like they're all, they're all easily button presses away, which makes playing on the controller a little bit difficult. That's where I played shadow tactics and this, the keyboard is the way to play this game.
1: Gotcha. And you're also playing PC. this on yep. Game Pass yep. as well?
0: Free on Game Pass. On Game Pass. Game game my, my tongue is not working um, very well today.
1: I, I'll i give you this caveat. Once you, as uh, soon as Psychonauts is done, you got to finish Desperados. And I here's the thing that sucks about Ghost. The director's oh, cut just came out. I
0: have a feeling that game is going to be long enough without <laughs> a director's say, cut does that needed.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, be, I want to hear yeah, Desperados. Yeah,
0: for cool. sure. And like, because yeah. I'm playing Desperados on PC and then I need a game to play on the Xbox. I kind of dip my toe into Hellblade. We'll talk about that on a different cast. Cause that game is real interesting and is doing some really crazy things. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Psychonauts will be what I'd like to play.
2: Is that Senua's Sacrifice? That yes.
0: Yeah, uh, it is.
2: Yeah. Have you played same, any of that, Sean? People. I yeah. played the first one. The second one I think is still due to come out.
0: Okay, so you did play the first one. Is yeah, the, there's did some Did you
2: play it with headphones?
0: I I was playing it with headphones saying, and it was tripping me out. The, yeah, the very
2: Are first Are you supposed scene, to? Cuz the whole game the design they did was like I think it dealt with a lot of like psych, psychosis and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they actually like worked with people that, you know, suffer from psychosis and like they worked with neuroscientists and all this other stuff. And that's the whole this character is like is it in her head? Is it real? Da 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 um, but the very first scene is like, you're, I think you're paddling a boat to hell kind of, and there's mm-hmm. all these whispers and voices all around you, but it's like a binaural, like ASMR almost thing if they're like all around you. So if you have headphones on, it's really weird. Cause they're Dude, all over.
0: It's a trip. It made the hair on the back of my neck step, yeah. like stand on end. And then my Ooh. daughters came in and go, what are you playing? And I'm like, okay, turn this off. All right, perfect. <laughs> Let's come back to this. Cause there's like human bodies on stakes and you're paddling down a river yeah. to hell. Apparently
2: so yeah so i enjoyed it it's not super long as one does i felt like it was a pretty good length and it does some really cool interesting stuff so
0: yeah and apparently if you die too much you get a game over is what the narrative says it's like if you die too many times you will fail so cool
2: i don't know i didn't die
1: enough
0: i'm hoping i don't die enough (laughs) but now i'm thinking to myself man i better be good at this game because if i'm not good at this game this isn't gonna last very long
1: uh what if it's like, oh, you pee in the pool and it turns you your urine blue so everyone oh, knows right. okay, like that they're what just what flying?
2: Apparently. Appara- that's what it no, is, permadeath was a bluff according to the Wikipedia. Oh, is
1: that right? okay
2: <laughs> See, covers... like I'm
1: saying, it's like the when you yes. would go to a public pool and someone would say, okay, like, if you pee in that pool, <laughs> yeah. it's going to turn blue around you. You're going to get blue ring. I was always like, I'm not buying that. Was <laughs> there like a Nickelodeon
0: the movie where that played out, though, or something like that?
1: I... <laughs> no, you're thinking of grown-ups. I, f- I feel like it's there's a, a there right right in the pool I'm missing. Yeah, no, they're,
2: I feel like they I'm sure. One. That's what the big. That's what the big green's for not kind
1: of the movies.
0: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> at the center. That's yeah, on my that's the Center of my their son. storyboard. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Okay. What about you, Casey? Is there anything you're playing?
1: I'm still piddling away at. Uh, oh, you got to be close too, on that one, because... right? Uh, no i'm like it's a maybe JRPG, halfway. right i'm on chapter i'm on book so. three of seven yeah and i side quests i see them. i <laughs> got to do them. you know um and i've just been busy because school is starting back up and I'm, it's in person the other thing that's been like i told you my son started playing pokemon sword and he just beat his fifth gym like it i told him we were sitting in the car and i've come to the conclusion I'm like he needs to get his own switch so i told him <laughs> to hit up nana for christmas oh. to go i want my own switch for christmas and I said, great because there's time for him and i could both chill and do our own things he's really excited for there was the big pokemon news last week that pokemon arceus which is pokemon of the wild it's the breath of the wild pokemon game coming out and all oh, right and then the remakes of diamond and pearl and she's super interested too and i'm all for it um but and you I, got pokemon unite or whatever the i the we've been map. talking about that a lot on this podcast <laughs> i know uh, that's all um, you post in discord I'm I'm just waiting for you guys to get it on your phones September and uh, emulate 22nd. it on your PC on September 22nd. It does come to mobile or it comes to Android and iOS. Um, uh, I still need to play a Shelby, but just added another good healer. They added Blissey.
0: Oh, Blissey, get in
1: there! Yeah, Blissey, <laughs> get that old. heal on but Blissey. The other thing that I was looking at though, and I wanted—I was thinking about this because I, you know, I'm still working through Phoenix, right? And those games are great. This is not for me. Like the whole time yeah. I'm like, "Uh, I want to be doing something. I if I want to like read a mystery novel, I'll go read one." You know? Like there there's some really cool beats to it, but
2: that's like me in the dating ga- dating games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: don't I'm not... <laughs> I'd rather in real life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just go out there and get a date. Get out there and do it for <laughs> real. <laughs> No, I've been looking at the NES library. There's some old NES games on that. Uh, if you download with the Nintendo Online, you can get 40, 50 NES games that they've added to it. And the one that I've always wanted to beat that I think I'm going to try is Star Tropics. That sounds familiar,
2: but what is
1: it? It's like a top-down, <laughs> it's like Zelda, but the kid has a yo-yo. It's like a kid lost on the island. Um, it's not an it, S? It's not Ness. No, it's, it's uh, Nestor. Maybe I was no.
0: thinking Tropico for a second. Tropica. Is that the one with the Colombian drug dealer? <laughs> he, no, okay. definitely
1: not drug dealer. Star-tropic. This okay. is family friendly. Um, but there's games like that that like I see from my youth. I'm like, oh, I'd like to go finally try and beat this. You know, so I'm kind of on the fence with that because <laughs> the the big thing I'm waiting for. Well, and I'll talk about it, is that Ninja Turtles game too. That's like.
0: Ooh, that's that coming out drop. soon, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and I have a bunch of other games on my backlog. But the, the thing is, I just want to play Bravely Default. I want to do it is so like every stereotype it hits, there's some really cool story arcs. There's something they did in it that I would like to do in D is to like I'm trying to I've written out like a little one shot where you kinda reenact the mission from the uh, game for the beats because it took a really dark turn. At one point, and I don't want to spoil too much for anybody that's starting it, because it's a fairly new game still. I'll talk about it, maybe. if It more than likely will be one of the games I love this year. I died Um, and became the devil. Spoiler. Yes. (laughs) D&D. not at all. And then also Axiom Verge 2 just dropping out of nowhere. You know, I'm kind of like...
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I imagine you're all over it. Wait till Christmas. Was... I got
1: my backlogs too full. I need to. This is why we started this damn show. <laughs> Dude, I got to whack some stuff off of here first. I, I, I feel know like this. The
0: feeling. I downloaded uh, Ch- Children of Mordor. <gasps> Mordor? Yeah, just Mordor. <laughs> because I knew you loved yeah. it. Mordor. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, go. It's so good. No, I didn't. I haven't started it. Like you said, I got to knock some stuff off the list. before <laughs> I think I can the Oh yeah. New. I got to
1: knock off five before I add
2: something. Right That's going to be my... Right now it sounds like Shelby's like taking a bite of every plate that's in front of him. Exactly. But he hasn't
1: finished any meals. The other that's what I'm kinda of at too. I also have the Naruto trilogy. So this guy, Shelby, started watching Naruto again, and he's been messaging me. So I showed the first episode to my son, and he is all in. Is right? <laughs> he's like, Can we watch more? I'm like, You can't tell your mom. You're on an episode. He just he just saw <laughs> uh kakashi's eye he saw that and he's like he's so cool I'm like he
0: is cool <laughs> i think he's, he's already ahead of me don't you ever he's you on ever episode see? seven he's okay. on
1: episode seven like
2: uh, i like to how, how it started with you he like i showed him the
1: first episode but turns out we're on episode seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah i showed him the first and now he's like he wants to watch it and we're like so, okay was your speaking of sleeping? anime
2: i've been yeah. watching uh what have i been watching oh i've been watching hunter x hunter
1: Get out. No, it, people love
2: that. I started watching it for, like, my lunchtime show. There you go. What about One Piece? Mm, it hasn't hooked me yet.
0: I know, yeah. The I can't f- episodes. Listen, I just finished season four of Naruto, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get into another thing, because I thought Naruto was leaving Netflix, and One Piece is not on my top list at all. I'm like, yeah. uh, no, 900 episodes? I can't commit to that.
2: And but the it reason- takes 100 or 200 for before you're, like, invested?
1: Yes, it's the it's the master at pulling calling back something insignificant to be something huge later, like it, it it does a really good job. One piece of that, like, but the reason why I was talking about Naruto because of video games, I have the Naruto uh, Storm trilogy downloaded on my Switch. Mm. I've had that for a while. I am like, hmm. maybe I could. show... And that was a way I could show Asher uh, Shippuden. Is but, that
2: a fighting game, but with like a story mode? Is that how those it play? has some
1: fighting to it, and it has like really cool cutscenes. It, it turns into a fighting game, of an arena fighter. Type thing because it's like an open, like Tekken, you know, where you're in the big. It's tank. just people, it's not fighting, it's just people doing jutsus. I wish, the, <laughs> dude. The one on Xbox uh, 360 that Shelby had when we were in college, you would do the finger signs of the <laughs> sticks yeah. and you would fight. I, I got so good at that with the, the Sakura, the, the little pink haired girl, yeah. and no one would play me because I would just beat their asses. The no, Sakura, you're just cheese. The, the worst character
0: like, in the show, yes, she gets like an extra crazy. shield. She gets an extra shield. <laughs> Dude, I was like I, done. All right. I'm four seasons in, and I'm like, are they gonna give her a cool power yet? I know like what's going on. Not
1: till the time skip.
0: Oh my gosh. She, I gotta wait that long. Right.
2: That was my problem with her. She was always like so much like, oh, That's Tosky, I love you so much. And, but she like that could be acceptable if she was badass on her own, but she's like so dependent on yeah. him. I'm like, come on, make her cool. Thank yeah, make her cool. cool.
0: And then, like, Lady Sanate came in in the season that I just finished. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, she's going to, like, teach Socrates some cool stuff. All right, yeah, I'm down for not this. Shy. Nothing. Nothing no, not at yet. all. Not
1: yet. Give it time. You can't teach, like, <laughs> years of ninjutsu in a week. But
2: everyone else is cool.
1: Naruto's Yo, right? out here, it like, time.
2: turning into foxes or whatever. Has foxes Man, inside of it and stuff.
1: We should all just, we need to get a crunch, roll count, crunch, roll. And start this We Bought It podcast. We've been talking about this for too long. I need another podcast I'm life. Uh, moving on to news so we can wrap these things up. The other thing in news that I just want to talk about is in our speculation news network. Sorry, um, we
0: can't afford trumpets. Yeah.
1: So the heritage auctions have been uh, allegedly, we're going to use that because of fraud and deception in the retro video game market. Uh, we've been kind of closely talking about this for the last year about games being sold up to a million. According to a lawyer, uh, author, and proof journalist Seth Abramson, power brokers in the game auction market are systematically trying to hide data in a get-rich scheme. Right, and he's kind of released numbers on what uh, common sellers get for something off of market uh, in their uh, because Wada has a it takes Wada six to nine months, so Wada is the raider. That gives it the, the um, oh,
2: if it's like mint condition, mint. Or yeah, it's
1: like with, with cards. The uh, yeah. the yeah, so uh, they're trying to... now they're saying that uh, Heritage strongly refutes allegations that its officers are involved in shill bidding and manipulation. Those shills, uh, Heritage options now comes with uh, welcomes the opportunity to discuss video game markets with Mister Jobs by inviting him to the headquarters. So they're bringing him into the Lions Den. To so, see if it's true.
2: So what's the scam or what's the... Are they like having fake bidders like up prices on stuff? Is that what it is?
0: That's exactly it. Yeah, that's what the show bidding process is. Okay. So they'll basically, uh, you know, take live bids and then they will have someone bid against them to inflate that price.
1: I'm so glad Shelby's here because of saying, what yeah. he does for a living. So <laughs> yeah, you probably sure. have yeah. heard this term. I'm like, so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, scared. definitely. So that's <laughs> yeah. exactly
0: what's going on here. And we've seen this from time to time in the auction business. Um, you know, there are outfits out there that allow shill bidding and based on your state laws, sometimes it's actually legal depending on how the market is marketed as well as the buyers and sellers involved in the process. Now in this specific scenario, they're selling to the public, right? So for them to throw shill bids in on a public facing auction is really shady. And there's actually a pretty interesting episode of American greed that aired about three or four years ago where there was a racket like this running out of Chicago and they were peddling in collector cards, Mm-hmm. So they would basically put up a Mickey Mantle card, and they would have somebody bid up a, that card till it inflated the market, and then they'd either sell it to a fake bidder, and then what they would do is establish a market because now if you have five Mickey Mantle cards and you sell it, even not even if it's not to a real person at ten thousand dollars, now all those cards value at around ten thousand, right? right? So it's a way of and inflating they keep flipping the market. I mean, essentially, when you have more inventory or more asset tied to that inventory, you can trade it, you can really, you know, move stuff around and become more, uh, you can become wealthier and you can also get a lot of notoriety, which is exactly what's going on in these vintage games, right? When we're talking about one selling for $2 million, mm-hmm. like that's a shock value statement. So I'm glad that they're trying to come down on this organization. Have they done anything wrong? Hasn't been proven yet. Has it happened oh. before? Yes, it has. This well, the is...
1: big thing is this, because it takes what a six nine months. They're saying like by twenty twenty four, there'll be thousands of high graded Super Mario Brothers three out there, right? People are sending those in.
2: Oh, so the value uh, will go back
1: down. Yeah, to... the the thing is, people that are earnest collectors, they're not paying that much, right? Mm-hmm. It's the big spenders, and they're flipping it for forty, then sixty. Like you were saying, it's uh, the in that case might be true. It's weird. I don't. I I'm gonna be watching this closely, it... but everyone should be. Thinking about that, and... I can bring it back to WoW terms. I know, some, <laughs> I know someone in WoW who what the, he'll do
2: is he'll post things on the auction house and say they're not selling that well. Like, say he posted a thirty gold or fifty gold or whatever, and it might be around normal price or it might be a little above. But then you'll have someone go into trade chat and basically say, "Oh, I want to buy these things. Looking to buy these for fifty gold." You know, so he's saying in trade chat that they're you know. They're mm. worth 40 or 50 gold because they're so rare to get. So then people will go in the auction house and they'll see it's 30 and they'll be like, Ooh, I'm going to buy it because it's worth 40 or 50. And so they, you know, you kind of get this almost like false sense
1: of rarity on right, right, right. things like that. But, uh, scarcity, right? Yes, the scarcity exactly model. It. Yeah. You're trying to, yeah.
0: that's interesting. Who takes six to nine months to give a game a rating? What <laughs> right. What is, it, what is DNA doing? testing? I well, think it's just, right. I think it's one place. I don't is, think is a lot miyamoto's dna on
2: it we gotta months? test it we gotta put your finger, fingerprint it you know we gotta Dude,
0: start a training program there like what the heck six to nine months on all one those game people,
1: i mean yeah you know if all those people that have lost their jobs at only fans well, um, no, there.
0: yeah well i mean it's no surprise that these games have to sell for two million they have to cover the cost of the six to nine months <laughs> inspect. <right>. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> all right well, speaking of classic games, we're going to move on to our final segment, Leaderboard. Uh, if you did not know, this past week, the Super Nintendo has celebrated its 30th anniversary. Speaking of boomers on the Boomer Hour, uh, that, that's one of my all-time favorite systems. And I came out when I was 6. I'm going to be 36 this uh, next month, September. And Shelby, you just turned 34,
0: right? 34, that is correct. And
1: Sean, you just turned 35 or 34? 35. Yeah, Sean, you both are August birthdays. That's right. That's right. What are you turning next month? 36.
0: (laughs) I'm not older than Sean, huh? (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. yes, I'm older than both of you combined. Does that um, mean you
0: can buy me some beer this weekend?
1: You know, it did. That's what I used to do for them. Um, no, I've been actually buying you beer since I met you. What are you talking about? That <laughs> was what I, I... Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of shills. Uh, <laughs> now, um, but I wanted to think, because Leaderboard, was well, this is this is our segment ranking our personal favorites. And I'm sure we all lost many hours to Super Nintendo. It was very uh, integral to my gaming life. Oh, yeah. So what are your top five? snes games
0: this was very difficult to come up was with it? a list of five snes games yeah for sure i have a lot of fond memories on that console
1: you don't have to give me an order give me the first one that came to your mind
0: though um first one that came to my mind was yoshi's island
1: oh really oh, wow. yeah
0: uh-huh i played that's that a game, game a lot as a kid yeah for sure and that's when nintendo power is obviously hot and heavy and mm-hmm. there were you know cheat codes coming back i remember they gave the baby crying like the most annoying sound in oh video my God. game award <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Wasn't it. it made yeah. you want to choke the baby um, which
0: i didn't realize since you know we did some research i didn't realize this was built as super mario world 2 that's kind of bold isn't it
1: right like a lot of people never did that like, they didn't equate to but it's the and is it really a is it a sequel or is it a prequel that was the one thing i always tried to figure out
2: i guess you it would be a prequel because it's baby mario
0: right yeah that's a good point
2: it's right. before yoshi becomes
0: subjugated I feel like this is totally just like Nintendo. Hey, what do we do? How do we brown this game? I don't know. Throw Super Mario World 2 on it. (laughs) Because the games are not completely different. But, I mean, they're pretty different. Like, it's a standalone game, it feels like.
1: Yeah. It's just the same backdrop. You're absolutely right. It's a fun one, though. I have some hours with that. Like, I remember aiming the egg, getting the different colored Yoshi. Mm -hmm. But the the, the counter, the 10 seconds to save your baby. (sighs) Yeah. <laughs> get and then you get it with like one second left oh, my, that's a great camera moment sean what about you what's the first one that came your mind? my
2: first one my top game one of my top games of all time is secret of mana or secret, secret of evermore mana? not mana secret okay. of evermore i just saw secret of mana on here but yeah secret of evermore
1: you did um, love that that was the one that was actually kind of cool because like so tell people what secret of evermore is about
2: uh it is in the same vein as The Secret of Mana games. Like, it plays similarly. But it's like mm. a boy and his his dog basically gets sucked into a movie theater. Kind of like Last Action Hero. Is it Last mm. Action Hero? Is that the... What's the one There's where... There's a scientist.
0: The he meets a scientist. It is Last Action yeah, Hero. Yeah, that is actually Last Yeah, Action where he Hero. gets sucked...
2: In, but you basically get sucked into a movies. And you start off in, like, Caveman age. And you start... And then you go to, like, Renaissance... And then you eventually you end up in like soup like future space, but it's yeah, you and you a start dog, with a caveman, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you and your dog, and so you can cast like magical spells and combat and stuff. It's really clunky now, but at the time it was really cool as a kid. Of like, you know, I've always like history and stuff, and it was just fun kind of playing.
1: Through. It deserves a remaster for sure. Yeah. like the dog changes too, right? Yeah, the you're dog with every
2: age. Like in the in Neolithic, caveman, he's
1: like a wolf.
2: Yeah, he's like a wolf, and in the Renaissance age, he's like a poodle in the future he's like a robot toaster dog kind of thing that's <laughs> yeah, the, like, I the remember other Age. oh it's like um egyptians or something oh like that yeah he's like
1: things. the Anubis, right yeah the he Nubis looks like stuff. a jackal yeah i remember that yeah it's uh it's it's really cool like it's when and the, the pixel art is really rad for the it. cover
2: was always really cool too as a kid because it's like the first boss in the game is this yeah, giant red... bug that yeah. looks like with these giant claws and that's the cover so that was my first one that's my top
1: I always wanted that game but my dad could never snag it at work so i was always like man um that's what a good about one. you my, casey uh ken griffey jr baseball
2: <laughs> really that's your number one or that's yeah, it just that's like not my number. One it's, just,
1: yeah. it's one of my tops uh because of the memories i have I, my dad for like a year and a half my dad would come home from work and we'd play that every day like i'd like he's like you do your homework I'm like yep did you read yep and we'd play and I think I beat him maybe once out of <laughs> all those times. Yeah, I was the Mariners every time. And I think he was the Yankees. He was whoever was really strong. And, oh no, he was the Giants because he really liked Barry Bonds. He always liked Barry Bonds. And uh, he let me be the Mariners because I wanted to be Griffey. <laughs> and um, yeah, we played every day. I love that game. And I'm a huge I've talked about this story about with Ken Griffey uh, a few episodes back. If you want to go listen to that with Michael Hyam. Um, but I'm a big Ken Griffey fan, and that just a lot of your childhood memories for me, because Griffey was the man during that time too.
0: Shelby, what's next on your list? Oh, so many. Um, I have a lot of fun memories of Kirby Superstar.
1: Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's on the it's the classic.
0: Yes, yeah, I think so, and it has like three or four different games in it. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. it's Kirby All Star. And you know just going through and figuring out the different outfits, it had a really good uh, couch co-op. We played for hours on that one.
1: you play with your sister or your little brother?
0: Uh, sister. My that's sister good, and I cut that up quite a bit.
1: That's a good sibling game because it's yeah. not there's not pressure on the second player. They can die and you can just eat someone and then they're back and like it's a good one to learn how to play with someone. I I was playing that with my son when he was first getting into the gaming. That's a good one. Yeah. It's cute. It's
0: cute. It's cute. It is cute. Let's take Kirby back to his origins. Come
1: on, uh, Sean. What about you? Mortal
2: Kombat Three would be on that list. Wow, I played a ton of Mortal Kombat Three. The point where, like, I was so good with Sub Zero, my friends didn't want to play with me anymore (laughs) (laughs) because I was was just annoying. I was just that annoying Sub Zero player. Just freeze people and not let you move. Freeze
1: them. Yeah. So did you become, like, a legend in grade school? Like, dude, you can't play Sean. i will just crush you with the sub-zero. I don't
2: know if I really played with anyone. You know, I don't know if it's spread around school. But it was, like, any friends that came over or, you know, like, my, my sister wouldn't play with me. But I did get beat one time by my sister's friend who played, uh, I forget, it's not Shiva. But uh, maybe it is Shiva. It's the one with, it's the kind of goro race that has four arms yeah but if you double all you had to do is like double tap up and she would go like up and under the map and attack you from below and i couldn't do anything and she she like beat me like handedly every time with that just that one move and i was so annoyed so pissed (laughs) oh
1: man that was a good one uh my next one's a fighting game too and it goes back to me playing with my dad every day killer instinct Ki. dude cinder was my guy cinder forward forward was his little fireball to a couple other combos my dad again because where he worked i'm not saying it he would go ask like the nintendo hotline people no he'd go to him he goes i need to know how to beat my son at this game because i was like in fifth grade and i was dominating him. so he came back one day and he had been playing at work with the like the testers and he broke Uh, his fingers no he learned the orchid (laughs) he learned all our combos and he like for five games in a row i couldn't get a hit on him And then he, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to learn how to play this. And so we would have, that was, like, the first game ever that was always really back and forth between me and my dad, where it was competitive. That's cool.
0: Right? Yeah. That's neat. Um, Super Mario World has to be on this list. Oh, for you? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think it's on mine, too. Classic classic and i mean obviously still a good game that you can go back to the art style holds up obviously and the level design is pretty ingenious you know you kind of break that down to its elements and it's pretty simple but it really takes you places over the course of the game mm-hmm. I, I can always go back and play that one
1: i would i like that i um uh, man that's a good one I, I don't know if it would be online mine though. To be honest, really, to, I I'm, I'm gonna have to hold for a bit. Sean, what about you? I know it would be on yours, Zelda: a Link to the Past. Maybe
2: <laughs> that game <laughs> was really fun. I made I made a good friend when I was a kid, just because he had already beaten it, and so like oh. every day at recess, he would tell me strats of how to like beat the next boss. That's thing. always
1: the best thing about games from so- the '90s. Yes. you have to ask a friend at school. There was no
2: game facts even i think at that point you no
1: know? no perfect oh man i that was game again i played a lot of that with my dad but no the other one i would think of that i played a lot with my friends that i love is turtles in time
2: oh yeah
1: oh yeah turtles in time was the greatest side scroller i use i love beat-em-ups like final fight i love a lot of those but ninja turtles i'm a huge ninja turtle fan i collect the graphic novels they really that
2: they really redeemed themselves after the NES version.
1: Yes, that NES <laughs> game was bad, and then, but you know, the NES game had some good brawlers that came out afterwards. But everyone was so turned off because mm-hmm. of how bad that first Ninja Turtle game was. By I think that was Midway, and that stupid underwater level. I mean, we, talk- <laughs> we talked to the Super Nintendo dads about that. They made his he made his twelve year old play that or thirteen year old. that CPS torture. on you. He's like, no, we need to share this pain. I was like, oh, good point, good point. Um, but. Uh, that Turtles in Time is a classic, and it still pro- it holds up. You could play that
0: and lose hours. To yeah, it. as I was digging through all the SNES titles, that was a game that popped up, and I was like, oh, this should be somewhere, but it's not going to hang on my top five. It's personally. On for yeah. to sure. hang yeah. Um, I, I have to put a Donkey Kong up there. Oh, which and one? And I have to go number three. I really enjoyed three. See, a lot of people react that way oh. with number three but i mean open world concept you get to go around build your boat you know taking a 2d platformer like that to a 3d map i mean it wasn't all that deep i'll give you that but you got to go around and connect those uh, collect those little like uh what were they bird bananas banana birds i
1: never played 3
0: Oh, That's the one with the and
1: that was and, one with
2: the girl and the baby, Trixie
1: Kong That's, and the baby, the big
0: yeah, baby. and the big baby. Isn't Which... it
1: Junior? Is it, isn't he supposed to be the baby from in the Donkey Kong Junior?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think he is yeah. Junior, but he's essentially the same character as Donkey Kong, just reskinned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, sure.
1: yeah mm-hmm. She yeah. was the cool one because of her
2: hair, and you know she would like pick things up with her hair and throw it and fly. Basically, she was yeah. tails.
0: <laughs> she, <laughs> she was. She
2: was basically tails.
0: She was,
1: Oh, She was. Sean, what's next for you? That's a good pick. Um, pick.
2: My next one is a combo, if I'm allowed to combo it. It is the Aladdin and Lion King
1: games. Gotta pick one. and There's there's (laughs) one of them with the right answer. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh,
2: I would say the Aladdin one just because of the Cave of Mysteries or whatever level. Where you're that's flying so cool. and avoiding the god dang uh, lava as it's, like, I died hundreds of times on that level, I'm yeah.
0: sure. Dude, and the lava coming up in that scene is <laughs> yeah. picturesque, man. I still remember yeah. it. Vivid, like, lava just jumping at you left and right. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Lion King was kind of broken, too. You know, like, there's, you, there'd be certain jumps where you'd fall through no. and you'd be like, what? I made oh. that. The only level I
2: really remember from the Lion King one was the monkey one where the monkeys can like throw you back and forth and you're like supposed, it's almost like a puzzle and you're trying to figure out which ones to throw you.
1: My next one, I have to have an JRPG on there or like two, I feel like, and I'm in between. I never played Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo, so I can't give it its flowers there. I played it later and it's a great game. Um, But for me, it's got to be Final Fantasy 3, Final Fantasy 6, man, that one. I played a lot more, but Final Fantasy 6 was the one I had a buddy that I made from school because he knew how to do it and knew how to beat everything because I got really into Final Fantasy 7. He's like, you need to play 6 i I'm like, or 3. And i was like, oh, I have that. I bought that at the Blockbuster because they were selling their Super Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. It's still good. I was thinking about playing that the other day because it's on my SNES Classic. And um, there's a character in it because my one friend's randomly texted me like, okay, best Final Fantasy character, your favorite Final Fantasy character that's on main character. And my one friend's like, "Oh, you're gonna say Red Thirteen or this?" I go, "No." And I send him a picture of Sabin and or Sabin and he suplexes a train in his game. <laughs> so can't beat that. You got there's some memes about suplexing trains, and if you suplex a train, you're all right in my book. Yeah. So that would be my number 2. What's your last one, Shelby?
0: Um, so this game I still think about at night. You know, you mentioned it with Final Fantasy 3. This game still brings back thoughts and anytime I have a, my hands on an SNES, I like to pop in ActRaiser.
1: You do like ActRaiser? I, I know what that is.
0: love ActRaiser. ActRaiser is one of my favorite games. It's like a top-down city builder/2D slash 2D platformer. And it marries the two genres so brilliantly well. I don't know why anyone, I don't know why no one has tried to iterate on this process or done a game like this, but it is by far the game that I go back to and play um, whenever I have the opportunity to do so.
2: Oh, do you like fight in like battles and levels, and then you build a city off of that stuff?
0: Yeah so, yeah, so there's like different points in the game. I think you start off, and they start you off as a little angel up in the clouds, and they're like, okay, we're going to send you down to vanquish evil. And then you immediately are thrown into a 2D level. You fight through, kill the boss, and then it drops you in like a 3D top down world where you're shooting demons with your bow and then kind of directing where the city will build and your townspeople build the cities up to different places. And then once they get to like a uh, monster houses, they go out and vanquish the evil and it's, it's really well done. You go from like level to level I and you'll get cool. wheat. And then that plays into a city three towns over. When you get over there, you can like grab the items that you get in each territory and use them in other territories. Brilliantly made game. Of, I, like- I love it.
2: Is it Dark Moon? Is that what it's called, Casey, on PlayStation? The one where you, like, fight. Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud. That's what it is. Where you, like, fight down dungeons and then you bring back materials to, like, build up the city. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you fight in the city, but yeah, it was like an old PS.
1: Dark. PS2. PS2. (laughs) Dark Cloud had a lot of potential, but it, like, fell. Like, it would not hold up, I think, now. Um, Sean, your final category? Actors is a good choice. People love or hate Actors. I feel like there's, like, nobody hates i had never heard it i probably would have loved it as a kid though
2: um my last one is hard it's between i i first got no double i first got introduced to the sim city franchise on snes
0: nice there was
2: a sim city one um but i think my that i remember more of and that i'll probably choose for this is the jurassic park game where it's, oh. it doesn't even take place in the movies at all. And none of the characters from the movies are in it. It's literally just like two dudes. I think they're going back to like kill the dinosaurs and get whatever information out there. But it's a 2d like side scroller kind of one, but oh, there's the, the
1: top down re- one. That's like the movie. But yeah, yeah so, I never so, played so the side this
2: one, one this one's the, the side one it was so hard like literally the Raptors would fly across the screen to murder you so you basically <laughs> had to start fi- basically you had to start firing before the Raptor showed up because oh, yeah. just from dying you would learn and know where they are but mm. this game I got for Christmas or something a gift of one of those like like the joystick kind of like joypad things to play with it but it had a a um, turbo mode so you could turn on and basically keep firing or pressing a button for you so i would just slap it over for like the gun fire because there was one gun that you could do like infinitely it was like basically the pistol or like the weakest gun but i would just turn that on it was like continuously fire and i would just be able to run through the levels and beat the dinosaurs that way i would still die because of whatever mechanics and things but that was always really fun to just try and like challenge like speed run through it with this turbo mode
1: nice I am really between uh, Mario Paint. Not kidding. Uh, I did like Mario <laughs> Paint, but I am between Mario and Zelda in my head. Mario RPG comes to mind. I love Mario RPG, but I I, I I look at it this way when I think of these. Like if I am on a desert island and for some reason I have five SNES games, what do I want to play forever that I know I love? And those first four are really easy, but I think. It'd be a sin not to have Super Mario World on that list for me as well. It's it's like one of the best pace. It still plays well, but you can still run through it, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm satisfied. Like, this is a good, good level feel. I can go and progress through the game. I want to beat the game. It's just frustrating enough at times. Where you're like, oh, okay, let me do another run type thing. Um, that would be it for me. I think Dude, too. keep in
0: mind, like this is when the SNES was hot. There was this little thing called Blockbuster, and yeah. boy, you would get <laughs> a new see. game whenever you could. Get that Blockbuster, get in there weekend. on a Friday, you yeah. try to get the game, you'd go in and hide games and cards. Yeah, it, it I, was a good time. I, I think I played a little bit of everything back then.
2: Yeah. By yeah. the way, apparently it's not a Jurassic Park game. It's Jurassic Park
1: Two. The Chaos Continues. Oh, there <laughs> we go. There we go. <laughs> that one was not on my radar, obviously. <laughs> I remember the top down one. Well that is it for tonight. Um Sean, it's was good to have you back. Hopefully we'll have you back again soon. Yeah, like yeah, nice. take a break from raiding from time to time. Yeah, yeah. At least once a month. We have to have you back. You're the unofficial official third chair. (laughs) Unofficial official?
0: You're the third amigo.
1: Yeah, you're, you're
0: you're the alpha amigo.
1: We can't have a threesome just with the two of us
0: well with that if you want more (laughs) of us please follow us on our social channels in the attached description we're also talking in discord all the time come drop us a line leave us a review if you wouldn't mind five stars if you'd be so kind that is a wrap for this week we are out play your game